Hi, and welcome to Wasted Takes episode 20. The big two zero. It's a lot. It's a lot, but, but uh, we're here. Um, I'm Trey, joined as always by Don Tucker and Camp. Camp, the new Florida resident camp. Uh, moved down there, so congratulations for that. But, uh, we just... Graduated. Yeah, I, yeah, no, I had first thing. We'll just jump right into it. Winners, I have big uh, round of applause for Tucker and Cam, the graduates, the new college graduates. Uh, what did it feel like being a college graduate, boys? Uh, took me five years, but it feels good. I mean, huge celebration, parties, all that stuff. It's been awesome. Cameron? Yeah, yeah. so I just, I, I graduated online, whatever, and then I just found out officially I was graduated after my teacher bumped my grade from a 67.8 to a 69, nice. And uh, so now I'm, I'm good, I'm passing all my classes. Uh, went to a bar today, bars opened up in Florida, went to a bar, it was surreal. It was, it was crazy, I've never been to one before. So like, At 25% capacity? Nope, pretty full. A lot of people. <laughs> <laughs> Not surprised. Not surprised. Howard uh, just doesn't give a fuck. Uh, another winner. Cam, you, I don't know, did you say it on the show or did you just text it to us? No, it was a text um, while I was, I was driving to, on my way down from Massachusetts to Florida and I was in a stall of a bathroom texting the group chat and I, this, this came up and I, I had to shoot it out there. It was just, just a stroke of luck, I suppose. But yeah, he said uh, you called the uh, Andy Dalton to the Cowboys. So nailed that one. Um, I had arguably the biggest week ever of a wasted taker. I picked up two points. I don't know what you're talking about, Trey. I see a three-way tie for first place. Oh, okay. Well, then that's not good. And shout out no one because I got zero votes on the poll. (laughs) Back moved us to our winners. Tucker, you are a loser. You did not get one vote on this. <laughs> I just voted for myself, so I have officially gotten one vote. Wow, you could have broke the tie and you didn't. That's yeah, you should have I didn't I didn't know. All right, well for now, I mean that, that poll goes for another few hours. hours yeah. So for now I have seven. Uh Cam was six Tucker with four, one with two. I just wanna say such a pander pick was your win. Such a pander. Awesome. It was it was Dolan-esque pandering. I mean, what are you going to do? It was my humble opinion. It was my honest opinion. I don't know. Like, that's what I have to say. A waste of take is I miss sports. You can't, you can't, you can't <laughs> rip on me for the, uh, for the, those takes because I've only won twice. So I'm obviously making the most outlandish takes and people yeah. just aren't picking them up. Outlandish is the word for it, for sure. They're great. Well, it's called wasted takes for a reason. What do you expect? Maybe I, just wrong. I'm, I'm not trying to win years. these votes. I'll take them when I can, but I'm just trying out here spreading the knowledge. The word we use is ludicrous, but I think outlandish might be might be taken over. That's a good one. All right. Um, forbidden topic. Anybody got a forbidden topic? I couldn't think of one this week. Um. This, the the season spring. I feel like we've been talking about spring everything. Everything is going to happen next spring. No more bringing up no more bringing up spring. No spring baseball. No spring I like it. No more spring talk. I like it. All right. Off the rip. Uh, ways it takes. I'll, I'll go first. 
um, because I had a little bit of a social distance fire this past weekend, and we decided to get full heated sports debates going. We had LeBron, MJ going. It got physical at some point. People were ready to fight. Um, but my ways to take is something that I said that I got crap for, basically. Um, in terms of right now, we would have the NHL and the We don't right now. But um, basically, when you look at all these major sports, like the professional sports, my ways to take is that hockey is the most exciting professional sports to watch. Hockey's one. Football's two. Baseball's three. Basketball's four. That's my ways to take. Here's why. Hockey is just electric. It's like every score is so important. It's constant, um, you know, constant action going on. It's never really slow. There's, you know, overtime in that sport is unbelievable. Um, number two is football, just because the Super Bowl is such a huge event. And I actually think baseball itself, the game is more exciting. But the atmosphere, I think, surround, surrounding um, surrounding football is more exciting. Baseball is important because, again, it's a low-scoring sport. Every single pitch in those games matters. Basketball, I feel like you can just watch it. Like, nobody cares when somebody hits a turnaround J in the third quarter to, you know, go up by four. That doesn't matter. When a guy hits a home run in the fourth, that matters. When a guy scores a goal in the second, that matters. You know, so for me, personally... Hockey, most exciting playoff sport. Are we talking live? Oh, playoffs, sorry. Just yeah. straight playoffs, yeah. what you're talking about. Okay. I mean, I'm going to disagree just based on the fact that I don't want to watch hockey. Out of all the four major sports, it's probably the sport that I watch the least of. But uh, playoffs-wise, I, I honestly really enjoy the NBA. It's the only time that I'll sit down and watch a full game of two teams I don't care about. But it's got to be football for me. I just enjoy playoff football. There's less games, and it just makes every game that much more important to me. In a seven-game series, like I don't care about game three of the series as much as in a football game where every game is single elimination, and I think that adds a whole other element to it. Every game's game seven. That's fair. That's fair. That's a fair point. That's why I think I'd have it at number two. Is mm-hmm. that? And I just hockey gets me going. Playoff hockey. Uh, Dylan, you're a hockey guy, so what's your opinion on this? Yeah, I I for sure get juiced up when it comes for playoff hockey time. Um, just the, like you said, the atmosphere of the whole, uh, I don't know, just the whole thing. It's, it's hard to put into words how much it's just exciting, but I'll make a case for the NBA, even though obviously that's not what I think is exciting. I will say that we were speaking with our good friend, Ben, the other night, and he was saying how he thinks, ba- he says basketball is exciting, uh, because of the never-ending kind of back-and-forth battle you have between players on the court. And I can get behind that in some regards. Um, it's kind of like a, a very long at-bat. In baseball, you have pitcher against hitter. They go back and forth, and then it's over. It's kind of like in basketball. Uh, they have you know the two teams kind of going back and forth. Like, you make a good pitch, and the guy put a good swing on it, 
and fouled it away. That's kind of like a guy on basketball making a good play, but then the defense shutting him down on that play, and then it goes to the next pitch or down the court to the other way. So I get that, and I and I think that's exciting because it's fun to like see how that plays out, but I do think basketball is so kind of like mundane it doesn't have like those peaks of excitement like you have in hockey playoff hockey or any any hockey or football um so uh, that's why i think it's more exciting especially in the playoffs because like you said in basketball if you have a guy run down the court and you know make a layup three times in a row nobody really cares and in hockey if a guy tees up a clapper from the point whether or not it goes in or not it's still like oh you got a chance here. so And that's why I think that's exciting. The feeling during the game where you're on the edge of your seat every time there's a shot. Uh, Cam, I think I know where you're going for your favorite play on the board, but what do you think? Yeah, I'd go ahead and disagree completely, actually, and say that hockey is the least exciting playoff sport. And rather, uh, it's, it's one of the sports that I'd rather watch during the regular season. And the regular season playoffs are really just no different to me. Um, it's a really That's how I feel about basketball. Sport. It's a really exciting sport. Don't get me wrong. The fights are electric. The, the the lack of scoring and when they do score, it's exciting. But I mean, like Tucker said, when you get into football, single elimination style, and like, there's nothing like that. There's nothing like that atmosphere. Whether you're there live or watching from home, um, it's it's probably a personal bias, and you know whatever. But I would go ahead and argue that when I'm talking playoffs, I'm watching basketball, I'm watching football, basketball, baseball, all before I'm watching hockey. So now, can we talk? Are we talking just professional, or can we talk college? Because I think March Madness takes the cake overall. In terms of like March, like NCAA basketball playoffs, I don't think there's anything more exciting than that. I mean, it's exciting for that. I don't know for that week it's like, or that three weeks or whatever it is it's like fun to watch but I don't get hyped for it as much as I do oh, if I the do. Bruins are in and or the Patriots or whatever because I I have more you know uh, I want I I'm in on those teams I want those teams to win I don't really have a a, a college but team I'm right with you got like Loyola Chicago you got like yeah you I also have really care about those of like the Sleeper teams, teams that were not even supposed to make the tournament that come in. And yeah, but I don't know games. anything about it. I'm not in on it, so I don't really care as much. That's just me. I understand that it's exciting for other people, but that's, that's just me. But when you make a bracket, then you then you give yourself something to look forward to every day. And I, I make like 25 brackets on ESPN, <laughs> and I'm constantly. Every <laughs> yeah, game. No, seriously, I'm not gonna lie. Every single game, I would even argue that I'm more excited about the first round game sometimes than the championship. Because if I don't have Virginia or Texas Tech in my finals, I don't care about that game. You're you're a betting you're a betting man. I like it. I love it. Oh, I'm, I I'm on I'm on that grind too. I, that's that's yeah, the most exactly. exciting part about it. I just want to say one thing about this. We were talking with Bailey Patella, who plays D1 basketball and has been in March Madness, and he agreed with me. He said hockey. He'd rather watch hockey. So I don't know, man. I, I, me personally, I, I like March Madness. I don't get into it as much. I think the thing that makes it so exciting is if you have money on it or if something like that. I mean, I'm in terms of rooting interest and watching the game and being on the edge of your seat. I feel like for me, that's hockey one. Like if a game seven hockey versus like a, a playoff game in football, but, I feel like 
more on the edge of my seat. But I, I will we, say I will say this though. If my if the Bruins are not playing in the playoffs, I'm not really watching it. I would much rather watch March Madness if the Bruins were out of the playoffs. And I yeah, feel and uh, I feel that same feeling about March Madness every year. It's just not as exciting as if my team was in the playoffs. Yeah, it's all pre- I mean it's all preference. It's an opinion take, it's an opinion. But uh, uh, Cam, do uh, jump in and get uh, your weights to take this week. Mine's pretty straightforward. Uh, might get a few votes on it. I know a couple people who definitely are the same boat. Um, whoever signs Cam Newton is getting a steal. Uh, I think Cam Newton is going to make or make a team this year uh, a lot better than they were. Um, he's. I think he's come out publicly and said, "I don't want to be on a team if I'm not going to start." But that's that's not really how it's going to go. What I'm thinking is maybe he doesn't get signed preseason, and then maybe someone gets injured and he has to come in. And he gets picked up. I think he's going to make a difference on the team. I think Cam Newton still has it. He's um, he won the MVP and he literally just got hurt. That's it. He got hurt one time. Carson Wentz still gets a second chance. A lot of people get second chances. For some reason, people aren't picking up Cam Newton. I think someone needs to pick him up, and whoever does is going to benefit big time well i know why people aren't picking it up and i completely understand it it's because you can't really have a physical right now in the nfl due to everything going on and so i don't want to take that risk yet because you know he's going to be available in a month from now i'd rather wait a month have him take a physical have him pass a physical and then sign him because you don't want to take that risk as the guy that might be injured or might not be 100%. I think the whole reason is because is where would he go if he wants to start? Everybody has a starting quarterback right now in the league, if you look around, either through free agency or the draft. So, I mean, there was a lot of talk, talk about New England, but they've got now four guys on the roster, two, two guys, two unrestricted free agents. There's a lot of talk about that. I know a lot of people that want him. I'm not that interested. I, and I liked him on the Panthers. I like the Panthers. So, um, I'm just not that interested in him. I think he's damaged goods. Um, I think he's not ever going to play at that level he played at in 2015. He'll never get there again. And uh, I just don't. I just don't know how he's going to be outside of Carolina. Uh, Cam. So I got a couple spots for him. I think um, one that looks really good is the Steelers. Uh, Big Ben has a history of injuries. If he happens to go down, I think Cam Newton would fit in good with that system. Uh, I talked about Jameis going there a little earlier. Obviously, he's on the Saints, but it's a similar kind of role. You're backing up a good QB. You got a chance for playing time. Obviously, the Steelers have been known to have their backup quarterbacks come in and play. Um, so I think that would be a good spot for him. Or the Jets, New York City. Obviously, they play in New Jersey, but whatever. <laughs> I think Cam Newton, Cam Newton going to the Jets. What, what the Jets are doing right now is they just drafted offensive linemen and a couple weapons and they're going to see if Sam Darnold can do it. If he can't, why not have a guy like Cam Newton come in and back it up and see if he can? Because they, they also drafted um, Morgan from FIU, who's you know, whatever. But the Jets haven't had a big-time quarterback since Vinny Tessverdi, Ken O'Brien, Joe Namath. Those are the only guys. So, I think 
those two spots would be good for him. If not Jacksonville too. Um, Jacksonville doesn't really have a backup right now, but why would he want a backup Gardner? If he gets hurt, I think Cam Newton is a perfect spot for him to come in and play well. I like I Jacksonville pick, but I'd actually rather have him than Gardner, I think, right now. But, uh, Dylan, any thoughts? I just don't know what happened to Cam Newton. He was, like, top of the league, and then all of a sudden nobody cares. And it's, it's unfortunate for him because – like Trey said, I do think that most teams have their quarterback, and that's kind of a new thing in the NFL. So it stinks for a guy like him so that he just can't really find a spot. And I, I think the Steelers is probably, like Cam said, that's, a, that's the one pick that I was thinking. And So I, I Cam Newton to the Steelers, I'm all for it. Maybe we'll find out sometime this thing, huh? Hey. Oh, yeah. Hey, here we go. Hey, uh, Dill, why don't you jump in? Waste to take. Okay. My waste to take. Uh, remember Mookie Betts, right? I, I <laughs> Mookie Betts, now a uh, member of the L.A. Dodgers. Um, coronavirus going on. He's not going to play a game for the Dodgers, and he's going to re-sign with the Sox next next year, and we're going to have Mookie Betts again. I can't believe that's where you're going. That's a waste to take. I love I've, it. That's going to win. That's going to win. You got another point. Congrats. <laughs> it's not going to happen. There, why gonna, Why wouldn't it? The Sox, gonna, the Sox traded him away to get something in fear that they, I don't know, whatever fear that they had. He goes to L.A. If the season had progressed and he played a season there, he would have probably enjoyed the time there and was moved past the Sox. I don't think I think by not playing he hasn't he he won't have that you know feeling of like being a part of that team as much as he would have and he would be he's a free agent again so he can go to whoever team he wants why not go back to the team I like do you think after this, the Red Sox are going to be like, yeah, now that we thought about it for a year, we want to give you all the money that you want. Yeah. Why? I do. Last year, we were like, nope, don't want to give you the money. But this year, we're going to 180 on them and be like, never mind, take it. Because why not? Because John Henry is a cheap bum. This organization, this, the, the front office is a mess right now. Who knows what this balloon guy is doing? Um, and because who this, knows about baseball season? Your waste to take last week is that baseball is coming back. And baseball is on. It'll be here, and they're going to play. Baseball's here, baby. I well, if they don't, this is play, hypothetical. If they don't play, who's to say that the league isn't going to be like, okay, those contracts they don't amount, they don't. You, you well, get they're a still. Back. It's guaranteed money. They're getting paid. Well, yeah, they're getting paid, but the contract itself, what they say, oh, you're actually open to the still. I mean, but then they would possible? have then they would have to pay them again. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, what if? But I don't see John Henry coming around on this. What? Six months after they said, screw you, go away. Like, I don't see that happen. You never know. You never know. I'm saying the Sox are in a position to get back the guy that they, I don't think they wanted to get rid of, but for whatever reason, they didn't want to put up that 
amount of money, now that they know what the amount of money was, or that they think it's going to be, they can give that to Mookie next year. Yeah, what do you think? I mean, I think it's kind of dumb. I don't think it's going to happen, but I do think that you're going to appeal to some audience members who are glass uh, half full. So, good, good one, Dylan. That's a good. That's a good one. I like it. <laughs> All right, Mookie coming back. Hey, if it happens, I'll be pumped. I'd love it, but I it's doubt o- it. only because they're. I, if they don't play, then there's a chance. If they do play, there's no chance. I'd still say there's no chance, but that's it's a waste to take. It's a waste to take. I like it. Uh, Tucker, round it out. Finish it up. You are muted, my friend. In the last couple of years, I've learned in sports gambling, I've learned one thing. It's that Vegas is always right. Vegas currently has the New England Patriots as the 10th most likely team to win the Super Bowl. And for that reason, I'm saying that the Patriots will win the AFC East this year. I don't know how they're going to do it. I don't know. I don't know. I think either Jared Siddham's going to be a god, or the defense is just going to play incredibly, or Bill Belichick has something up his sleeve. But Vegas wouldn't give me this line without there being a reason behind it, and so i got to trust Vegas here. The Patriots are winning the AFC East. Uh, the Patriots winning the AFC East is only going to happen because the other members of the AFC East are terrible, and for that reason, I'm very confident that you might be right. That's- <laughs> <laughs> what was I that, Trey? To say Cam. I did not expect Cam to say that. I mean, I did not either. But this, yeah. it's a Patriots-esque thing. Like, yeah, I mean, yeah, lose everyone and just win it anyway. Yeah, of course. And we're going to talk about this in a little bit. We got our future uh, playoff predictions, but I don't have the Patriots winning. However, if they do win it, yeah, I can totally see I can totally see them being like nine and seven and only winning it because they beat the Bills twice and we're also nine and seven or something dumb like that. And it's not good for them either. Getting to like, getting to the playoffs. Oh, it is good. It is good. Happen and and it's gonna be like, come on. That uh. So I I I'd be so lost on this because if they sneak in in a wild, no, if they sneak in and win it, if they win the division and are in the playoffs, they're not going to win a Super Bowl. They're not beating the Chiefs for sure. Um, so I don't see the point. I don't really see the point of making the playoffs and setting yourself up. I guess in that situation, that means Stidham's guy, which I want to be. That's what I want. Number one is I want Stidham to be the guy. But if you if he's playing badly and you don't get in, I mean, and you still get in and you have a bad pick. And you you miss out on Trevor Lawrence. That's where I'm upset. I'm like, what was the point of that? But I mean, I could see it. I don't think it's far fetched at all. I was looking. I was making my playoff prediction. I was looking. I was like, these teams are still not good. Like the Bills are still not good. The Dolphins are still not good. The Jets are terrible. The Jets probably will finish last in the division. They're they're awful. But uh, two wins, two wins, Jets. That's what I got. Them two at. wins. Awful. They're coached horribly. They, I hate their coach. Arnold's awfully is all hey. Well, he gets mono from making out with girls, so he gets some action. But uh, Dylan, what do you think? This is the first good news out of Trey's mouth, or not good news, but he feels hopeful. Uh, he he feels hopeful about about the Pats winning that I've heard in about uh, four months. So 
I don't know. Happy tray is a happy wasted take, so I'll take it. What wasn't my take, but yeah. No, I know it's not your take, but it's making you happy. Oh, it'd be awesome. I, I mean, to, to, to just silence everyone that's like, oh, have fun, like never winning a Super Bowl ever again, and then you're in the playoffs the next year, you're set up, you know? That'd be great, but I don't know. You, you heard it here first. I'm not, I'm not saying that you guys are going to be terrible for the rest of your lives. I'm saying you're not going to win a Super Bowl. For you guys to just keep making the playoffs and then just gradually keep losing every year like the Bengals did a couple of years ago, they'd make it like three, four years in a row. Don't ever call it the Bengals. So I, I, yeah, I don't, I don't see this happening. But if it does happen, it's going to be because of the lack of talent. What, what I will say, Tuck, is if you're putting them tenth to win the Super Bowl, that doesn't mean that they're gonna. That doesn't like the math doesn't add up for them winning the division. That would mean that be they would be like top six, right? I could fine team playoff teams. Three wild cards on each, six, so yeah, top eight I guess win the division, but it doesn't I but mean there's he, always he's wild ta- cards. He's taking a he's taking a little bit of a leap here, but I'll 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 be for it. It's it's a false equivalency because there there's teams in the same division that are great. Right, like I know, I know, I know. See but so, our division stinks, so also, you can't really do that. I want to bring up one more thing about the Patriots' future. I think it's still looking bright purely because of how much cap space we're going to have next year. I don't think that we could do anything this year because we had, I'm reading right now, $24 million in dead cap space. And next year, that's clearing up like with Brady's contract, which is thir- we're paying $13.5 million for Tom Brady this year. That's now I'm a team paying $13.5 million for him. And uh, it, I'm reading that, that we're going to have with a, have the fifth most, most cap space going to next year. So I'm feeling good about our future. Me too. It's, it's a nice to be a little optimistic. But uh, Dylan and I had this conversation. It's nice to talk. Nice to think. Maybe we're actually rooting for a team that's supposed to not be good. And it's going to be exciting to watch this year. But... Because it doesn't matter. There's no there's no pressure on anything. It's it's gonna be kind of exciting. I'll tell you what, there's motivation for Bill. A lot of people are saying, why is Bill still around? Because you know, why why would he still want to be there? He's old, he's done everything you can do in this league. There's one thing he hasn't done, and it's beat Don Shula and wins. And Don Shula today passed The late great Don Shula. Yeah, unfortunately he passed away. I'll tell you what. Belichick, probably not too sad. These two do not like each other. Today on on ABC, like Nightly News, I was watching. They talked about it, and Shula go, and Shula is like, he's like, how do I want to be remembered as a guy who played within the rules? First thing he said, within the rules. He's, he's taken shots at Bill for for allegedly cheating before. You know what? I think Bill probably. Let a smile go across his face when he found out this happened. Uh, Whoa! No, I... No, one. Hold on. Hold on. Football lost a great. It's sad. He, he, I, you know, I'm, I'm sorry, but I don't think Belichick's upset about it at all. If you think Belichick didn't want to see the look on Don Shula's face when he beat his record, you're out of your mind. That's that, very true, Tuck. He's so disappointed that he didn't get to get that call from Don Shula after he broke his record. I can promise you that Bill Belichick was 
extremely upset today. I mean, Belichick has the same amount of feelings as a toaster. If somebody dies, his his son could die, and he wouldn't care. So he's just ready to play football. Not Steve, though. I'm I'm not Steve. Sorry, not Steve. Don't know the background of Belichick and Shula's relationship. I do, Cam. I do. I know how they coached together in Baltimore, and he kind of brought him up. There was after Spygate happened, it totally changed. It totally changed because Shula went after him and was like, "You're a cheater." Like he 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 said some things about Belichick that Belichick he said some okay. bad things about him. Their relationship may have changed, but at the end of the day, as uh, someone who looked up to him growing up, and their Belichick's dad was like a good, his good friend. They. He has respect for the guy. He's not going to smile when he dies. No one, well, no one does that. And I know you were being, you know, hyperbolic, but whatever. Um, I think that's dumb. I think that's stupid. Rest in peace, for sure. Uh, All time great. Um, I think Belichick is, you know, right there behind him. But for the sole purpose of you having that take, I hope Belichick not dies. But doesn't pass. It doesn't make you much better than me saying that. That's oh, what I, 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 I said not dies. I really hope he doesn't. Yeah, he did satisfy not dies. He <laughs> I, did say that. Um, I hope he doesn't pass. Yeah, I mean, it's 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 sad, and I I was what I was saying in jest. But, uh, yeah, I mean, all-time great. Only undefeated season ever, so that's pretty cool. Uh, well, I thought the Patriots went – oh, never mind. My bad. There we go. Yeah, but uh, – I mean, all-time legend Belichick. It'll be tough to pass him now with if this team isn't good, but he'll probably do it. He's got a, he's got about five more years, I think. He's got to do it. So, or like that. Before Steve takes the reins. He's, yeah. yeah, he's like eighty something wins behind him, I think. But uh, or maybe that. I don't know. Eighty. See here. Eighty would be impressive. He'd have to have five sixteen-win seasons. <laughs> what is it, Cam? I think it's like four. I think Shula was like three forty something, and Belichick's at like three oh four. Maybe I, I forgot the number, but it's close. Like like five years away, five four, four or five years away. But uh, yeah, so legend of the game, Don Shula, rest in peace. Uh, did we find out if it was from Corona? Twenty five games away. Wow. Oh wait, sorry. No. Forty three. George Halas is fifty five. There's playoffs matter too. There's like two different ones. It's like play, wins with playoffs, wins without. I would agree. Like five seasons, five seasons. All right. Um, did we find out if it was from Corona or just old age? Oh, know? No, they would have highlighted that for yeah. sure. Uh, last night, last dance. Did anybody watch? I, I'm up to episode three now. I haven't watched one episode. <laughs> Listen, <laughs> I'm with you, Cam. Listen, guys. I've, I love Dennis Rodman so far. We're running a sports podcast. Can you please watch the sports documentary? We're in quarantine. I know that Cam is in a free state now, but Tucker and I, Tucker, you're working, but throw it on the background. You don't got to pay super attention. I actually was listening to it like it was almost as if it was a podcast today while I was doing all this stuff. It, the visuals are everything you see from basketball. It's just guys dribbling around and shooting. Yeah, it actually worked out. This last... This last episode, they kind of touched on Kobe a little bit, which was sad. Uh, how much he looked up to Jordan. That was that was cool to see, though. And then they're just uh, talking about Jordan's, uh, I think it's third final 
his third, his three-peat, the first three-peat, and then uh, we're getting up on the retirement coming up next episode, so that'll be cool. Um, it's weird. The way they jump around is weird. They jump from the like the last season they were together, the last dance, and uh, to different points in Jordan's career. That's the part I don't like about it. Is I wish it was more chronological. That's just how I like it. But uh, Tucker, what do you think about like the time jumping aspect? The time jumping I find interesting. I don't think it's too weird because I think you need to have some time jumping. But when like because you go to Scottie Pippen's background, then Scottie Pippen's come up, and then him in the NBA, then. Dennis Robbins come up. I feel like you can't go like completely chronological, but I think there is a little bit too much jumping so far. The only real gripe I have against the documentary, though, is the fact that um, I really don't like that. It feels like a Jordan. I'm pretty sure Jordan had final cut on it, and it really shows. I don't have a problem with that. I, I don't know. I kind of I would I prefer unbiased if it was more unbiased than just I don't know. I mean, this last episode went into his gambling thing, and it was it took some shots at him. I thought. Yeah, but, but didn't it? But from what I like, the small things I've seen, it's like I was just addicted to competition. Like it's like it you, it spin zones it. Like because everyone knew he was a gambling addict, and it felt more like it spin zoned his gambling problem than talked about his gambling problem well that's what he said and you can choose to believe it or not i had a conversation last night where i was like he was definitely a gambling addict like no big deal like he was the greatest basketball player of all time but he also had a gambling problem so i think this we um we had like i said we had a, the lebron mj debate and like i said before this is such an l for lebron stance this the whole thing so well yeah the documentary that um the documentary directed by michael jordan Making the greatest basketball player of all time. I can't believe it. When when the LeBron doc comes out, you'll see. That's all. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Al, LeBron's my leg hurts. Corny. He's so corny. All right, we He's don't. Like, I don't want to go. I don't want to get into it. All right. He's a better passer, rebounder, LeBron, player. But if LeBron played college basketball. This wouldn't be. This wouldn't be an argument. Yeah. What does that mean? What does that mean? That, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, was, but as a rookie, he, like, it, it, his legacy is the same, if not better, that he didn't go to college. That's what it all does. Go ahead. <laughs> all right. We, won't, yeah. we, we, have, we should have that debate one day. Uh, that's worth it. For sure. It's, it literally just leads to us going around in circles every time. No matter who I have it with, it just circles. But all right, so we'll move on. Marble Racing. Guys, can I, can I get in the trust with you guys? Can I be totally honest with you? Yeah. I'm out on Marble Racing. I don't like this new. Wow. I don't like the new announcer. I don't like the new team. I'm kind of done. Man. I'm not. I'm, I'm not. Done. I'm definitely not as into it as I was in Marbula One. I'm in agreement. So I can't do it. I was so into one and No. No. What I'm gonna say? You guys picked the favorites last time. You had the early favorites that were winning all the races. The Savage Spears and Trey. What team were you? Cheat the lactic talking about the favorites. Yeah, which was like the third best team. Now you're Dragons fans. They're god-awful. The dra- you guys are mad about it. You guys are mad that your team stinks. You'd love Marvel at one right now if you guys weren't bottom of the pack. Freezing cold. Hey, I didn't even watch, Tucker. I was like, I don't want to watch this. I'm bored of it. I'm bored of Marvel racing. It's not real sports. I'm done with Marvels. Mm-mm. 
I will continue to bring it up on the show because I know you're a Marvel guy, you're a Marvel stan, but I'm just not in on, in on it anymore. Dylan, did you watch the race? What'd you think? I did. The one thing I did notice is that there's a lot of different uh, uh, lead changes, or not, maybe not lead change, but there's uh, Marvels that are making big moves. I think there's a difference in the weights in these guys more so than the other ones, but like you guys said, it's just not as. I'm just not as into it. I'm not doing it. it as much, but. I'm still going to watch it, because what the hell Absolutely. else is there to do? But Trey, if his team's not in the top four, Trey and Ken, and their team's not in the top four, they don't want to watch anymore. Can't waste this, the fact. This announcer sucks. Bad announcer. Oh, I like him. Get the, rid of him. The marble that I liked, or that I'm rooting for, starting off in like second to last and like moved up like eight spots. So I'm like. Who are you, dude? It was exciting. Uh, like Rocket Ventura, Ace Ventura. Ventura, yeah. I like a uh, glove. Yeah. I'm Neo 333. Nobody gives a crap. Next segment. All right. Um, so if you, <laughs> if you remember back, I don't know, two months ago, three months ago, right when the season ended, we did our way too early playoff predictions. I meant to go back and listen to it. I couldn't remember what episode it was, and I didn't want to comb through us talking for ever. But seven, I think. Maybe. I don't know. But now that the draft is over and free agency is over, we're gonna we're gonna go through it again real quick. And uh, and now there's a new wild card spot too. We have to take that into account. So uh, let's just do it the same way we did. We'll go through the divisions. We'll pick our team, and then we'll pick the wild cards at the end after we get through all the divisions. Uh, three wild card teams now. But uh, let's start AFC. Go AFC East. Uh, the home division. Three of us. I had Pats originally. They are not on my list. Unfortunately, Tucker, I do not agree with Jake. I don't think they're going to be East. Uh, I think the best thing to do, I hope they lose every year, but I, I honestly hope the best thing, I think the best thing to do is like five, six wins. Um, they have a tough schedule this year, too. Uh, but I got, you know, Cam, I know you're high on the Dolphins. I got the Bills, man. I think the Bills are a better built team. I think their biggest problem is Josh Allen. I think he makes bad decisions. His pitch, his pitch in the, uh, Playoffs last year was the most unbelievable thing I've ever seen a quarterback do. <laughs> so stupid. But if he can figure it out a little bit, I think they could be pretty damn good. So I got the I got the Bills winning the division for the first time in ever. Patriots, it's going to be a tough year. But uh, Tuck, AFC East? AFC East, obviously. I have the New England Patriots win. And I'm going to say there's going to be a wild card out of it. But, Trey, I'm disagreeing with you. I think it's going to be the Dolphins. I love Tua. Tua's the future of the NFL. He's going to be fantastic. They're making the playoffs first year. They got a ton of picks in the first round. This team went 5-11 and with virtually no talent. I think this team plays for Brian Flores. I think Brian Flores is one, going to be a great coach of the future. And, yeah, I like them to make the playoffs with the wild cards. Cam? I am still rocking with the Dolphins. <laughs> I do not like Tua. However, it doesn't matter. Tua's not starting. I've talked to multiple people that are Dolphins fans down here in Florida, and all of them say the same thing. I don't want Tua to play a game this year. I don't want Tua starting. I don't want Tua, you know, touching the field. I want him to just learn. I want him to, you know, know the system, have Fitzpatrick do whatever he's got to do, and then Tua can take over later. And I think that's what's going to happen. I think Fitzpatrick can lead this team. 
Brian Flores is going to be an all-time coach. He is turning his team around slowly but surely. Um, like Dr. said, five wins when you have one person on the whole entire team that played every single game. That's the thing. Um, so I like the Dolphins, and I yeah, I don't know about wild card yet. I'm gonna have to talk about that. <laughs> We'll get there. Del, uh, AFC East, who you got winning it? Well, when you guys were talking, I was like, am I going to be the only uh, one here saying that the Pats are going to win this division? And then I thought about it more closely, and then I said, no, I'm definitely not going to do that because there's no way that they're going to win. It's sad, and i got to take the Bills, though. Just the watching them the past couple seasons, they've been consistent. I think they've been consistently getting a little bit better. I don't think the Dolphins are going to have enough to win the division this year, even though they did add some pieces. The Pats are going to be okay, but I don't see them beating the Bills twice. And the Jets, Sam Darno might as well be selling hot dogs cause, or peanuts in the stands and missing guys. So, I don't know. I, going Bills, and I hate to say it. Seeing ghosts out there, we can all agree that the Jets are just awful, and I love it. I hate the I hate the Jets more than I hate any other team. The Pats are gonna beat the Jets and lose to the Bills, and okay. one one and one to the Dolphins. All right, NFC. They'll probably lose both games to the Dolphins, but uh, AFC North. Uh, I got the Ravens. I mean, uh, Lamar was the MVP. They're a good team. They didn't lose too much. Raise yeah. your hand if you're gonna go Ravens. 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 All right, Ravens. No, Br- no Browns, Tucker? I thought they were the best team in the league. Um, it's a toss-up. <laughs> okay. Uh, AFC South, I've still got the Texans. They added Cooks. I, uh, I still think. Uh-oh, we lost Trey. Trey's frozen. Oh, he's gone. All right, so <laughs> Trey's got the Texans, a wild, wild take. All right, Don't take it over. <laughs> as, as soon as he says something completely ridiculous, the internet says, we need to get you off the airways. <laughs> Cam, what do you got? Um, yeah, I think I think it's, it's the Titans easy, and I'm actually more in on the Titans than I was when I first made my playoff prediction. Um. They had a great draft. They they got um, one of the linemen from Georgia as their first round pick. They enhancing that offensive line is is just so dangerous with Derrick Henry. Um, and then they got Kendall Fulton from LSU, the tight end, as their next pick. Um, honestly, I am gonna eat my words by saying this, but Tannehill is the weakest link on that team right now. Oh, I was all in on Tannehill, and it wasn't until I played as the Titans that <laughs> I realized why in the world did they pay this man so much money? That's I, that, I Tannehill. Don't get me wrong, but if they want to win championships, they need to go out and get a guy like Cam Newton. Maybe not Cam Newton. Get <laughs> somebody. Uh, Tannehill's not the answer. He did the wow, job. Wow, you are you are going back on months and months and months okay. of takes. But I did say in the beginning they shouldn't pay him. I said that in our first ever episode. I said he's going to do well. He's going to do what they need him to do, but they should not pay him because he's just not that talented to the point where he's a franchise quarterback. You're, I think you're starting to sound like you want the Texans. No, Titans. No, no, no. Titans are still – don't get me wrong. I, Titans are still – 
the best team in that division by a landslide. But um, yeah, the Texans lost. It's, it's over. And they have Bill O'Brien. They're never going to win the single. Yeah, I, I'm in the same. Uh, I'm in the same boat as you. I'm Texans here. They got arguably the best running back in the league. He's an absolute monster. Tanhill's all right. They're better than the Chiefs and the and the Jaguars, or not the Chiefs, the Colts and the Jaguars, if you put their best players together and made a team. And the Texans never can win, so yeah. Titans. Now, let me give you guys this idea. Imagine a team with a quarterback with half a brand, I mean, a coach that knows what he's doing, and three different quarterback options. I'm talking about the Colts right now. Oh They're going to have a QB controversy this year between Jacoby Brissett, Phillip Rivers, and Jacob Easton. They got Jonathan Taylor. They got Michael Pittman. I think this team stacked up their offense, which is the weak link on a team that had a pretty good defense last year. And I think Frank Reich is a good coach. Can I you all think hear this me? Team, yeah. You're good, Trey. Right. Yeah, we can hear I'm you. back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. Sucker, you know what? Colts. <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking about it now, and now I've, at, I've, I've talked about spring a little bit too much. Hey. Hey, now. Um, dude, Philip Rivers, he, he needs one. Imagine coming in to a new team, Colts. Dynasty. Hey, he's got three other QBs he's got to beat out. He's got to beat out Brissett, oh, Ethan, and Swag Kelly. No, they don't pick him up not to start him. Philip Rivers is going to be the starter on that team. And they gave him weapons. What did the Tom Brady not get? Weapons. What did they give Philip Rivers and every other quarterback that got drafted or picked up this year? Weapons. And he's going to be he's going to be straight. He got he has tight uh two I hole in. He has Pittman from USC who they just drafted. Who we talked about Kyle. John Taylor stud. Colts. Go Colts. Let's go, Cam. All right. So, you heard it here. All right. Are, are we uh, done with the South then? Did Dylan, did you yep. know? Yeah. All right. Uh, reason I had the Texans because Watson's so good. And they got Cooks. And I like that offense. Um, all right. Uh, AFC West. I don't think Chiefs. this would be a surprise. Chiefs. Chiefs, good. Chiefs. Chiefs, good. <laughs> Chiefs. All right. So let's go into our three wildcard teams. I'll give you my three. I do think the Dolphins are going to make the playoffs. Cam has convinced me. I mean, and they played for Brian Flores last year, so Dude. I got the Dolphins. Um, <laughs> I gotta go. I gotta go Titans too, just because they played so well last year, and Derrick Henry's such a beast. I don't think they'll win that division, just because they'll have too much competitions from the, both the Texans and the Colts. And I still think Ryan Tannehill is hot garbage. And my oh, last team. That, by the way, you missed my. You missed what I said about Tannehill. I, I did. Would you? Uh, I'll listen I, back to the podcast. I ate my words, and I said Tannehill's not it. Go ahead. All right. Finally. Thank you. But um, final team, Broncos. Big Broncos guy. They loaded up. Uh, they gave Drew some help in the draft. Uh, Cam called that, too, again. So I'm, Cam's, Cam's convinced me a lot in the AFC. Uh, so I am go, I'm going uh, Dolphins, Titans, Broncos as my wildcard teams. Cam? Yeah, so um, – Obviously, I have the Dolphins winning a division, so I won't. I won't have them. I love the Broncos. Um, I've had them from the beginning. Haven't changed much. I love the Bengals. The Bengals. Bring them in. Said it from the beginning. 
Joe Burrow is the truth. He's he's got T. Higgins now. They just lined him up with a deep threat receiver. AJ Green, Autumn Tate, John Ross. Joe Mixon, uh, another offense, a couple offensive linemen they drafted. Bengals are going to be terrific. Um, and then my final wild card team, I went back in my words and said the Titans would not win the AFC South. The Colts would rather win the AFC South. Titans are their last wild card team. So I got Chiefs, Ravens, Colts, Dolphins, Bengals, Broncos, Titans. Alrighty, Tucker, wild card teams? You said you already had the Dolphins. I did say the Dolphins. Number two should come as no surprise to you. I'm sticking with the Cleveland Browns. Explosive offense. I don't remember anything from their draft, which is usually a good thing. It means they didn't screw anything up too badly. In terms of drafting, I'd say for the Browns, no news is good news for them. I they haven't took heard anyone. They took a in the first round. They took Perfect. a in the first round, which is great. Good. Yeah. That- Always a solid pick. No one can ever get mad taking a lineman. And then for my third pick, I'm struggling right now because I want to go away from the everyone else, but I feel like the Broncos is the right pick right here. I think that team's the real deal. Um, I think I don't think they'll do anything. Actually, no. Noah, I'm switching it up. It's the Texans. The Texans are the go-to wild card. Gets to play on that first Saturday afternoon game and lose it almost immediately. So, yeah, I'm blocking the Texans. All right, so that's Dolphins, Browns, Dolphins, Texans. Browns, Texans. All righty. Dylan, your wild card teams for the AFC. Um, I don't know. I think I got the Texans going in behind the um, – the Titans, and then, oh, you guys, I think you guys are making some cases about the Broncos, but I'm going to say the Patriots eke out second place victory, getting a wild card spot, and then the Steelers coming out, because I, like I like the Steel Man. I struggled with the Steelers, because I thought about putting them. I like the Steelers a lot. Big Ben still has it. I've always said yeah, that. I think they're I overlooked because think- of Ben being out. I think there's a huge chance he gets hurt again this year. That's why I didn't put him in. All right, let's go NFC. Cam Newton. Let's go NFC. Uh, NFC East, I got the boys. Added CD. That offense is still nasty. They've got talent on defense. I think this is the – they they had the talent last year. They just didn't put it together. They got a new head coach, Mike McCarthy, who I like a lot. So I think they put it together this year, and they uh, win that division. Cam, your division, your home, Giants. What do you think? Who's winning the division? Go, boys. All right. (laughs) He said, uh, go boys. No, I said, I did not say go boys. I said, double boys. Oh, I thought you said go boys. I thought you were about to be crucified. Um, I love Andy Dalton signing. Sign a loser redhead ginger like Andy Dalton for leverage. Uh, and you know what? My way of taking almost starts for this team and makes the playoffs. But I really wish it was, actually. I should have just stuck with that. Um, <laughs> I love that. I, I absolutely love it. It's the reason I brought it up in the first place. Andy Dalton is the perfect pickup for them. One, he's from Texas. Two, they have no backup quarterback. It's Cooper Rush. They don't even have a starting quarterback. They haven't signed Dak. They can use Andy as leverage. They, what worst case scenario, you have Andy Dalton who's like made the playoffs like two times and has never really played like 
awfully to where he's gotten benched other than this year where he got hurt. Um, Cowboys have dumb talent. A new Mike McCarthy's a great head coach. Uh, they're going to be scary. Tucker? I'm getting away from you guys. I'm taking the Eagles. Ooh. I think the Eagles were the most talented team last year. They got screwed by the fact that they lost all of their receivers. Carson Wentz was literally throwing to no one. Like, he was throwing, like, two guys in the AAF and a guy that didn't even play there. I mean, he was playing with no one. Now he's got some talent. He's got Jalen Rieger, Marquise Goodwin, and Quez Watkins they all got since last season who, I mean, I think Jalen Rieger is going to be a good player. I think they took the wrong guy. Justin Jefferson, I think, would have been the better player. I think, Tucker, I think they had the worst two first two rounds of the draft. See, if they use... Him, Jalen Hurts, like um, like a Taysom Hill kind of character, I will love it, and I'll think they're the next NFL powerhouse. We'll see, but I think that was a horrible pick. But uh, uh, Dill, who you got taking the AFC, uh, the NFC, excuse me, East? Uh, I Tucker, I'm with Tucker in that I think the Eagles were good last year, and they just missed out on a playoff spot by. No, the, they got a. They won. They won their division, didn't they? Yeah, they won. That they still. Beat, oh, sorry, I, I was. They still beat Cowboys. the Cowboys. I meant Cowboys. Ah, yes. Cowboys were just Correct. out, and I think uh, with what they got, I think the Cowboys are going to be close to the top. Oh God, I just don't want to pick the Cowboys because they always seem to screw it up. I'm going to go for it anyway. Yeah. Go Cowboys. All right. Uh, I just want to say one last thing. Carson Wentz is leaps and bounds above Dak Prescott. The difference between those two quarterbacks is absolutely huge. I feel like we're overlooking that right now. I'd rather have Dak. He stays on the field. You're you're dumb then. I'd rather have a great quarterback that can get hurt than a bad quarterback that will stay on the field. Sorry. All right. Uh, NFC North. I still got the Packers. I mean, there's Aaron Rodgers is still pretty pretty good throwing the football, even though he's a big baby. I just don't think there's anybody in that division that's too strong. I hate the Vikings. They might be my most hated team. Literally, they've done nothing to me in my life. I just hate them. I just think they well, they stink. It's because Kirk Cousins. I hate Kirk Cousins so much that I just think they stink. He stinks as a quarter. I could throw it better than him with my broken ass collarbone. Packers win that division. Cam. Yeah, um, I got the Vikings. <laughs> <laughs> I was I was Packers all the way in, and and um, I actually love Jordan Love to, uh picking him up in the first round. I think Mountain Floor made a great move. Get Aaron Rodgers out of there, um, start a new franchise there. They didn't give him any weapons. They, 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 they don't have it this that's year. The, yeah, that's the problem. They, start, they snuck by last year. They were the most overrated team in the entire league. Uh, the Vikings had arguably, arguably the best draft, maybe top three draft uh, this year. Um, I like the Vikings, like Kirk Cousins. I like their talent. Vikes. Uh, talk. What do we got? This is pulling at me because I feel that the Vikings are the right pick. I think they probably did have the best draft out of any team. But I also love the Bears. Um, no. Um, I just <laughs> <laughs> you can't convince me 
there's just something in me that is convinced that Mitch Trubisky is just going to figure it out at one point. And the defense has everything they need. That's a championship caliber defense there. You know there is there is wild card spots. You know that's a thing, right? They're, they're, I'm going to say it. Bears win it. Bears All win right. the North. Hottest take of the night so far, I think. <laughs> Uh, Dale, who you got winning the North? I think, like uh, Cam Tucker said, Vikings are the the I don't know the most likely pick. I feel they're in the best dri- they're in the driver's seat. And as much as I hate Aaron Rodgers, I think the Packers are still going to be able to eke it out over over the Vikings. So I'm going to go Packers in this. Alrighty, we'll move on to arguably one of the most interesting divisions in football, probably. This and the NFC West, but the NFC South, uh, you got the Saints and the Bucks battling it out. I've said this from day one since Brady signed there. I still got the Saints winning that division. I still think Drew Brees is unbelievable. Uh, not that Brady isn't, but Brees is, he's got more talent with him. He's got, you know, Tucker's favorite player, Taysom Hill. He's got Kamara. He's got Thomas. Uh, a lot of talent on that team. They just keep getting screwed in the playoffs again and again. So the Saints are my pick uh, for the division. I just don't think that – I think Brady's going to need a year to get adjusted to the new team. I think that no matter how many weapons you have, I think something bad's going to happen with Gronk. And I think that you know receivers are going to get mad when they're not getting the ball as much as they want, and it's going to implode. So I got the Saints winning that division. Uh, Tucker, who you got? Or Cam, excuse me, Cam, who you got? Uh, I still got the Saints. Um, yeah, I think I think Brady's going to need a little bit of a adjustment year. But I think we're getting into the wild card. Uh, but I think the Saints just they're they're very fluid. I say this every year, but I hope this is their year. Um, I think I think they're going to be good, Saints. Kentucky the Saints. Okay, cool. So do I. Next one. Yeah, I'm. I'm. I think we're in unison on the Saints here. Yes. All right, Saints it is. Uh, so probably another very interesting division, uh, very tight division. The NFC West. Uh, a lot of people are probably taking the Packers here. I'm taking the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are winning this division. I think Packer, uh, the not the Packers, 49ers have a uh, Super Bowl hangover year. It's not going to be the same. Uh, Jimmy Garoppolo isn't it, so give me the Seahawks winning the division. Cam? I still like the Niners. I think the Seahawks um, didn't have a great draft. I think the Niners played their, the position they were in. I think they, they played it pretty well. Just the whole buck trade, just to psych them out and not get the player that um, the Bucks were trying to get in the first place. Um, I think the, the, the Niners are the better team still. The Seahawks need more talent on offense. I don't think Chris Carson is is the answer, but I also don't think that they have enough deep threat. DK Metcalf, all right. Tyler Lockett, hit or miss. Um, defensively, they need a lot of work. So I think uh, the Niners win that division. They squeeze it out. Tiger. Yeah, I'm honestly going to agree with Cam here. I think that. Um, the Seahawks need to work on their offense. It's their biggest weakness of their game. I don't think the players that I, they have right now are cutting in, and so I gotta stick with the 49ers here. I mean, they're just such a stacked team. I think 
they're probably the best defense in the NFL right now, and then have some of the best weapons on the offense in the NFL. And they're all young, too. I, I don't know about the, the offense. I mean, they lost Sanders. Who they got receiver ball besides Debo? I mean, uh, little guy named George Kittle. Ever heard of? Yeah, him? Kittle. Yeah, Kittle. But other receiver, receiver wise, I think they're too thin. Uh, Dill, who you got? Uh, I'm sticking with the 49ers. I think they're just still too good. I don't believe in that stupid hangover crap. I mean, I, I think it could happen. Look at the Panthers a few years ago. But anyways, uh, okay. So that being said, uh, my wild card teams. I do have the Niners as uh, my wild, my first wild card team. Still a very good team. Then I've got the Bucks. Uh, I do think they will they will win at least eight games. I got them going either uh, eight and eight or nine and seven. And then my final team is my sleeper team. And I'm right with you, Tucker. Mitch Trubisky and the Bears. I think there Mitch we go. Trubisky, I think he could put it together, man. I really am not that much out on him. I, I think last year was a coaching problem a lot of the time. And uh, they do have talent. I think they need a little more talent on offense. But um, I think that I got the Bears sneaking into the playoffs, man, sneaking into that wild card spot because the Vikings will probably lose every single game that Kirk Cousins throws the ball in. So, uh, Cam, wildcard teams, NFC. Um, so, my first one is the Seahawks. I think the Seahawks are going to, you know, like I said, they're, they're not. They need help, and they're not the Seahawks that we've seen in the Super Bowl days, but I still think they're good enough to where they'll get a spot. Um, I think the Bucks, uh, Brady will find a way. He's got way too much talent around him to not. And then my final team, um, the Cardinals. I love the Cardinals. I think so, I think the King I think Kingsbury is a lead. Oh yes. Uh, by the way, I'm going back on my statement where I said everyone in it is going to make it. I don't think the Rams are good. I think they suck. Jared Goff is terrible. Um, I'm glad you're going back on that one because that was a weird take, man. That was a bad one. Three of the four though. I still got three of the four. Cardinals. I love them. Cliff Kingsbury, uh, great coach. He's starting a new kind of trend in the NFL. I think Kyler Murray is a very stable quarterback. I mean, he won Rookie of the Year, passed for like 3,500 yards. He can run the ball. He can move around. They, they drafted some uh, protectors for him. They just got D-Hop. I think they're going to make some moves. They got Isaiah Simmons on the on the D now. So I think Cardinals can make some moves quick this year. I forgot that D-Hop got traded there, and now I hate my Texans pick, but I'm not going back on it. Uh, uh, Tucker, who you got? Yeah, I mean, I like the Cardinals. I just don't think they have it. I just, I think they're going to be a great team in the next few years. I just think they need one more year to get ready for that. But I actually agree with Cam that three out of the four teams from the NFC West are going to make the playoffs. I think that both the Rams and the Seahawks made the playoffs. I think the Seahawks are just, I mean, Russ is, a, is fantastic. I think it will single-handedly will that team. I don't think they have anything to be able to compete for a championship this year, but I think they'll make it. The Rams, also, they had an off year. They had a Super Bowl hangover last hey, you year. You just said that doesn't exist, didn't you? No, that was me. That was me. They had a Super Bowl hangover. They had a bad year. They still have Sean McVay as their coach. I think Jared Goff played awful last year, but I think he can work that out. I, I think he's an, I think he's an above average quarterback. 
And I think he needs to get back to playing above average football. And, and they got rid of my, Curley. Cam Akers, they made a phenomenal draft pick in that man. I'm just telling you right now, FSU represent. They got another Todd Gurley in the backfield now, so I will give you the benefit of the doubt there. He's horrendous. He's terrible. Uh, Dill? Uh, oh, wait, I still got one more. Go. Oh, my bad, my bad, my bad. And this is hard for me because my hatred for the Bucks right now is clouding my judgment. But I'm giving the third pick to the Packers. I think that Aaron Rodgers is the best quarterback left on the board currently. I think that he's currently playing at a higher level than Tom Brady. And so I just think based on that alone, they'll make it. I think he has something to prove with the backup sitting there. I think he's playing angry. This is going to be his last year as a Packer. Um, but I think he's going to be playing angry. He will want one more before he leaves, and he's going to win one. Uh, I don't think he's better than Brady right now, but still, I still think he's a crybaby mama's boy. Dylan, uh, who you got? There. Yeah, I'll make I'll make it quick. Um, I think like you guys were saying, the uh, uh, NFC West is gonna have three teams going, and I'm gonna go uh, Seahawks and the Rams make it in. The Rams had the best defense in the NFC, and I think they have a better offense after their after the draft. Points they had al- better defense than the Niners? They had, yeah, I don't know about that one. Points allowed. They were the lowest. Okay. All right. So, hate on me. I'm bringing the stats to the pod. And um, I'm going to go... I forget what division it is, but who cares? It's the Cowboys and the Eagles. Uh, all right. So, that's our second edition of that uh, playoff predictions. Maybe we'll do it one more time before the season starts. I don't know, but... Uh, we'll have to see how we do at the end of the year. Let's jump into uh, our movie, the, the Prestige. Cam, I'll, I'll let you go into it. Well, from what it sounds like, you guys either couldn't find it or just didn't have the heart to actually watch it, which is pretty saddening to me um, for somebody to bring up uh, such a prestigious movie. Um, <laughs> just disregard that that uh, that opinion. Um, it's pretty rude. Uh, I wouldn't do that to you guys, but, uh, <laughs> it's a great movie. Uh, it's definitely one you have to pay attention to. It's one you gotta, you know, keep looking. And then at the end of it, you're like, wow, did not see that coming. Um, it's Christopher Nolan. That's what he does. So I'll just jump into my rate real quick. Um, I, I, I did see the IMDb is an 8.5, I believe. I think it's a little bit better than that. Um, just because they seem to go on like a nine scale. They don't really go above nine except for, you know, three movies. So I'm going to go for just like, uh, it's like a 9-1, 9.1. Uh, definitely one that, you, you know, you want to keep watching. You're like, what's going on? A little slow to start, but um, overall great film. So I'll tell you, I started watching it I, today. I, I did procrastinate and waited till Monday to watch it. I've been, as you could tell by earlier in the show, I've had internet trouble at my house literally since this whole quarantine started. I can't keep internet for more than an hour. Um, so I couldn't, I couldn't get back online for like five, six hours today. And then right before the show, my internet came back. Um, but I liked it to start. I mean, I like 
the Nolan, you know, Michael Caine, uh, Christian Bale connection is huge in the Batman movies. So I like it in this. Uh, it was going to be probably from what I saw in the eights for me, but like I said, I didn't finish it. Uh, I only got about, you know, a quarter halfway through somewhere, maybe a third way through. So, uh, for me, you know, it was, it was good. I, I, I'm going to watch the end of it at some point, but I did miss it again. And you know what? You missed a lot of our movies, so I really don't feel that bad for you. Uh, Dill, did you watch it or no? I did not watch it. I was in the boat where I was trying and trying and trying to find a place to watch it, and I just can't. I think we need to issue some sort of rule where it has to be accessible on Netflix or I Hulu said that or something. Last week. I said it I last week too. Movie. I don't have means of watching these movies, so I'm trying my best here. Uh, luckily, it's rent, uh, luckily rent, I haven't. You work at a job. I did. I I'm tried not... to rent it. Couldn't find it. I'm not gonna Listen, pay fifteen dollars to watch one movie. <laughs> anyway, I have I have seen the movie before, and it's a great movie. And I was actually really excited to watch it again. Uh, not enough excited to pay seven dollars for it, but that's besides the point. And uh, I would have to say I'm gonna still rate it because I've seen it, and I'm gonna give it exactly what IMVD said, eight point five. It's a great film. I wouldn't put it into the nines, but it is a really good film, and I love Christian Bale. So, Cam, I could see why you picked. I didn't know it was about magicians and stuff like that. And I know you're a bit of an amateur magician yourself, so I could see why you picked it. But here's where this is, gets interesting because last week or two or three weeks ago, we said this is the rule: if you miss two now, movies in a row, you I want to. Let me finish. I wanna... <laughs> let me finish. Let me finish. And Tucker has missed now two movies in a row. So. Based on the rules we set that was agreed upon about a month ago, you should be losing a point. Now, go ahead and state your case right here. Go ahead. Now, I'm going to say two words for you that disproves the entire point. Wealth discrimination. Yeah. What you're doing right now is wealth discrimination. I'm sorry I'm not rolling in the money bags and wasn't just going (laughs) to drop 20 bucks for a Cinemax membership so I could watch this movie. I'm sorry. I'm in a, it's a pandemic. I just graduated college. I'm jobless. Where do you think I'm going to get it? Do you want me to just go jobless? to the money tree? You work. I'm going you to the money tree, grab a bag of money, and just. You're the it opposite home. of jobless. A bushel of money. Is that what you want? I'm sorry that I can't just. The point. I'm sorry that I can't just throw money around like that anymore we're in a pandemic i need to be stingy about my money i just graduated college i'm probably gonna get an apartment soon i can't just be throwing that kind of money around this is what we're gonna do same thing so, we did for cam that's we'll fine on trial we'll and, I want, trial. and i wanted to say do you believe in wealth discrimination yes it will say that it will, will be say wealth discrimination question. for sure it'll say tucker thinks he is being taken advantage of because of wealth discrimination <laughs> we'll see how well you do but i feel pretty confident i i i think you're losing a point man i think you're out but I, anyway what's those state move what what cam I dropped four links today of webs, maybe five links of websites you could go to. I don't have a Mac, Kim. I can't trust my HP. It'll explode. Don't click on things that don't look like you want to go to. Just you gotta, you gotta just do it. I, it's it's not, it's not worth the risk. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. My computer just not working anymore, so I can watch a movie. <laughs> See, I'd risk my computer for a ways to take it a weak point. Yeah, I'd or. Wait. Four years I've been doing. for a point. 
I'll I'd waste mine for a point. That's all I'm saying. But uh, yes, I'm dedicated to the show. <laughs> we'll, we'll stay movie related for our final round because today is May the Fourth, Star Wars. We want to talk about Star Wars on this show. Oh yeah, my bad. Wait, is it your turn or Dylan's turn? My turn, I believe. Tucker, go ahead. Tucker's turn because we watched that awful wrestling movie. Great before, movie. Yeah. Tucker's so turn. I'm switching it up this week. We're not watching a movie. That doesn't this count. We're watching season one of All American. No. No. I'm going to no. say no. the first no. three no. episodes. No. I'm the first three episodes. No. But by then, no. all of you are going to be hooked. No. This is movie review, bro. This is, you bro. you no. don't even we're watch the movies. You can't change the rules. No. And I said the first three episodes. Tuck, I've heard it's terrible. You have to now. watch all the movies in order Who to make any rules. Who have you listened to? I've heard. I mean, I've never heard by one person it's good. I heard it's corny. I love it. I don't like corny. Alright, give me a movie now. Dylan, you made us watch Nacho Libre. <laughs> what do you mean you don't like corny? You didn't watch All it. Your movies are Adam Sandler and Spongebob. <laughs> I will not take this. I won't watch corny stuff from you, Dylan. It's not corny. It's a masterpiece. Rules, uh, movie review. What's your movie? No, that was my movie. Alright, I'll yeah. pick a movie. No, absolutely not. <laughs> We'll come back after final take. All right, final round. It's Star Wars Day. We wanted to talk Star Wars on the show forever, so we'll talk Star Wars a little bit. I just want to ask everybody's favorite Star Wars. Mine's episode three. I know it's not the best one, but it's the one that's the most important to me because that's when I was a kid, and that's when I was, like, super into it. It's got the best lightsaber battle of the whole series in it between Anakin and Obi-Wan. It's got some great lines in it. You know, I have the high ground. I mean, Ian McGregor is probably the best part of the prequels trilogy. I'll touch on the last movie. Uh, I liked it. Uh, I hated The Last Jedi, so I loved it coming out. I loved it coming out. I saw it with Cam. Loved it coming out. I've watched it uh, again since. It's not as good as I once said, but I do like it. And uh, I didn't love the new trilogy. I think the trilogies go the original, then the prequel, then the sequel, in my opinion, just because The Last Jedi is so bad. But... Uh, my favorite episode, episode three, Revenge of the Sith, ties the whole neat story together in the first two trilogies. Uh, Cam, uh, favorite Star Wars movie, or any opinions on Star Wars at all? Um, I due to recency bias and not having seen um, a lot of the old ones in a while, I'm gonna go Force Awakens. Uh, watch that leaders and the the about, the thing about movies for me is when I go to a movie and I think it's going to be really bad and I don't even want to see that movie, and then it shocks me and it's actually really good is when I when I like it the most. And that was The Force Awakens for me. I didn't even know that it was part of the original. I thought it was like a new whole Star Wars thing. And then it turned out to be what it was, which was tremendous. Um, so Force Awakens for me, uh, like Trey said, The Last Jedi was just absolutely terrible. And I wish that J.J. Abrams was in charge of all of them. Uh, the most recent one, I Rise of Skywalker, uh, Babu Frick is all I got to say. Babu Frick, bro. Babu Frick. <laughs> the most legendary <laughs> character in all of Star Wars. And they came out with him, you know, this late. I don't know how they didn't come up with this character earlier. But, uh, yeah, I, I actually like the new ones a lot. Um, the older few, I, I know four of the best. Just from it's it's probably the most famous, the first one to come out. It's what a lot of video games are based off of. So um, 
I, I guess four out of the old, out of the old ones. But uh, yeah, I'm gonna Force Awakens. Chuck, you're on mute. You're on mute. Yeah. So I'm on the same boat as Cam. I love movies that surprise me with how good they were. One movie that I thought was going to be absolutely horrendous that I ended up loving, Dylan's already shaking his head, was Solo. Oh, my I, God. Wow. I know people Solo, but I, I love the, it. That is, I, oh, that God. Is unbelievable pick. I know, I know, I know. It's, it might not even be my favorite movie of the series, but Solo was awesome. It might just be recency bias, but I loved Solo. Solo, I don't know. It has so, a certain thing to it that really, I don't know. Solo was the only Star Wars it. movie that lost money. Also, um, my other one on that same boat is Rogue One, which I Rogue also One's good. Rogue One's great. I agree with you on that. Solo, I don't like. Dylan, what do you think? Yeah, I when I think of Star Wars, I think of the nostalgia. My fondest memories of Star Wars is watching the first one first one that came out so i'm gonna go new hope my favorite with a very close second rogue one because i like the story revolving around the story of the fourth um or new hope whatever you want to call it first or fourth and i think rogue one is just a really good compliment to that and it's not um annoying like the more recent ones in the new trilogy so new hope rogue one all right uh I like those picks, but I think I think my my second one would be uh, Empire. Empire, I think, mostly agreed upon as the best one, but yeah. four is great. Uh, Tucker, come up with a movie for us or no? I did. Um, this week our movie is going to be a Seven Days in Hell. Seven Days in Hell. Never seen. Starring Andy Samberg and Kit Harrington. Oh, I've heard about this. It's a sports. It's, it's a, a tennis big match, right? Tennis documentary. It's absolutely incredible. They have, like, a bunch of tennis stars in it. Like, Serena Williams um, is in it. John McEnroe. It's just, it's going to be one of the weirdest movies you've never watched. Like, it's like a movie that you feel like you should have watched before. It, it's available on HBO. I don't have because, HBO. I thought we said Netflix. You're the one that came up with the new rule. I'm live. HBO. Nobody agreed upon it. Nobody agreed upon yeah, it. So. I was I was excited so. for this. Go spend eight dollars on a movie, guys. You watched Game of Thrones this year? No, I did not. With not on mine. Oh well, then borrow somebody. So you can borrow mine. All right. Um, that's it for episode twenty. Jeez, big two zero. But uh, hit us up on our socials. Let us know what you think, and uh, we'll clear up couple things this week we'll clear up tucker's uh, guilt or not uh we'll have my we'll have if i won two weeks two points this week uh, we've been we'll doing this for five months week. but we've been doing this for a long time man that's this crazy 20 episodes 20 weeks five months. crazy yikes but uh thanks for sticking with us thanks for listening uh we appreciate it and uh we'll see you next week thanks guys thanks for getting with us see you yeah.